0: ministry family, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy life today to tune in to our Let's Wrap podcast. Today, we're going to be concluding with our four-part series entitled A Divine Encounter with God. As you know, for the entire month of October into November, we have been covering the life of Jacob. We cover what it is to experience a social encounter We also covered what it was for Jacob to experience a spiritual encounter. In our last episode, we watched Jacob experience a personal encounter of his own. And in the process of Jacob experiencing his personal encounter, we found out he was in a struggle, the struggle of his life between his old nature and his new nature. I wonder if anyone listening to me today have ever found yourself in a struggle with your old nature. You know what I mean. I mean, you know God has changed your life, but yet the old nature keep coming back. You know God delivered you from cursing. But every now and then, that old nature, when you get in a heated argument, like a crouching tiger is lying at the door waiting to pounce. Or just maybe your old nature is you're a natural born fighter. You know what I mean. God is telling you the battle is mine, but that old nature is saying you got this. Take care of the problem or just maybe you're having a problem with drug and alcohol. You've declared I'm free, yet as soon as trouble and trials come your way, that old nature, those old cravings begin to call your name. Well, if that's you, I want you to know you are not alone. We found out on our last episode in the life of Jacob that he too was struggling, struggling with who he used to be versus who God was calling him to become. I am Elda Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we're going to be concluding with our four-part series entitled, A Divine Encounter with God. Today, we're going to be exploring Jacob's final encounter as he experienced an encounter with God. Let's Rap. We began our last episode with Jacob camping out in Mahanaim. It was there that he sent his servants to send a message to his brother Esau. The Lord had commanded Jacob to go back home to the land of his kindreds, to his very own country. But Jacob knew what he had left behind in his past. He knew that his brother Esau, when he last saw him, was angry with him, so angry to the point where he wanted to kill him. And Jacob had reservations about meeting Esau again. So the Bible tells us he sent his servants ahead of them to inform his brother Esau that he had been residing with their uncle Laban. And while abiding with their uncle Laban, Jacob had become extremely wealthy. The Lord had blessed Jacob with servants, wives, children, herds, cattle, and flock. Now Jacob was sending his servants ahead of him to let his brother Esau know, and he told him specifically to say, your servant Jacob, has come to meet you and he wants to know if you are willing to accept him. In other words, are you willing to forget about everything I've done in the past? Well, the Bible says that Jacob's servants returned to him with a message from Esau stating that Esau is coming to meet you and he has 400 men with him. And immediately the Bible says Jacob was very afraid. He became worried, so worried with fear that the first thing he decided to do was to divide his people, his herd, his cattle, his flock into two camps, just in case if Esau came to destroy or to kill him, he would not destroy everything that he owned. Then he decided that he would pray unto God. The Bible says he prayed to the God of his father, Abraham, and the God of his father, Isaac, still not acknowledging God as his very own father we see here that Jacob had not yet had his personal encounter with God. Jacob began to charge God saying, you told me to return to my country. You told me to return to my family. You said you would treat me well. It is here that we saw Jacob struggling with his old nature and his new nature we see Jacob's old nature charging God. But then we turn around and see in his new nature, he came back to say, I'm not worthy of the kindness and the continual goodness that you have shown me. Jacob knew it was nobody but God that had brought him that far. Have you ever found yourself like Jacob charging God? Or maybe you found yourself being upset with God about something. I know I have. I remember years ago after being here for quite some time, I began to pray to the Lord, I began just like Jacob to allow my old nature to take control. And that old nature began to cause me to look around at my situation, to look around at my life, to look around at my ministry. And I began to question God saying, I know you brought me here, Lord. I know you called my family out of Georgia to the north. You have blessed me, Lord. But what about the ministry? Why is it that the ministry is not going in the direction that I think it ought to be going in? And I began to struggle with who I used to be versus who God was trying to create me to become. So here I am complaining to the Lord, God, I believe you brought us here, but I'm looking at the ministry and it's not doing or going the way I thought it should be going. I'm not doing this, Lord, and I'm not doing that, Lord. All I was doing was complaining to the Lord. In other words, just like Jacob, charging the Lord, God, you said you was going to do this. God, you showed me I was going to be that. Here I was going on and on and on. And just like Jacob, God began to pull back the curtains in my life. The new nature in me began to show me and begin to speak through saying, look how God has blessed you. God has set you up not only to be blessed but to be a blessing in, to the family that you left behind. God began to let me know I brought you here to save your husband's life. I brought you here so that you might reach not only the local people but you might reach the masses. Not your way but by my way. God began to speak to my heart and said all I asked you to do was step out on faith and trust me. Not your way, not your will but trust me. Trust that I am your God. I'm not Just the God of Abraham. I'm not just the God of Isaac. I am your God. I'm the God of Jacob. I'm the God of Shanina. I'm the God of Mary. I'm the God of Michael. And you better believe if you're listening today, He's your God as well. So the Bible allowed us to see how Jacob continued to uh, go back and forth between his old nature and his new nature. In one breath, he was thanking God for all that he had done for him and knowing that God was his protector, knowing that God had brought him back to that place and he had blessed him with everything he had. But in the second breath, his old nature continued to rise. And the Bible says, when we look at Genesis, the 32nd chapter and the 13th verse, it says, and Jacob stayed there for the night to prepare gifts for Esau from what he had with him. So he began to look around at everything he had and begin to think, okay, if I send my brother these gifts ahead of me, maybe he won't kill me. He began to try to work it out in his mind, try to figure out how can he get his brother Esau to accept him. He began to say to his servants, take these, give these to my brother and tell him that his servant Esau is coming behind him and he's giving you these things. Jacob continued to do that again and again with thoughts in his mind that if I send these gifts ahead of me, maybe then Esau will forgive me. And then when I see him, perhaps he will accept me. As I told you on the last episode, his whole reasoning was he wanted to be accepted by his brother. He wanted his brother to forgive him. He had not yet asked God to forgive him. He had not yet uh, experienced a personal relationship with God for himself to be accepted by God. We have to stop trying to be accepted by man and we have to be accepted by God. So when we get to 32nd chapter of Genesis, the 22nd verse, the Bible begins to tell us during the night, Jacob rose up and crossed Jabbok river at the crossing, taking with him his two wives, his two slave girls, and his 11 sons. He began to take everything that he had. So even though he sent all these gifts ahead of him to to Esau, trying to make nice and play nice and trying to get Esau to accept him, trying to get Esau to forgive him, it still wasn't enough. Jacob still had an uneasiness about him concerning his family and everything that he owned. So he got up in the middle of the night and he gathered everything and he crossed the river. And the Bible says he sent his family across to the other side. And in the 21st verse is fourth verse. It says, so Jacob was alone. And we covered that on the last episode that for the first time in his life, Jacob was alone. Jacob experienced a time of being alone where he could deal with himself. He can encounter his own personal experience with himself. And then with God in the process of being alone, the Bible lets us know that Jacob came face to face with God. The Bible says in the 24th verse, so Jacob was alone and a man came and wrestled with him until the sun came up. And when the man saw that he could not defeat Jacob, he struck Jacob hip and putting it, pulling it out of the socket. And he said unto Jacob, let me go The sun is coming up. But Jacob said, I will not let go of you unless you bless me. We have to get to the point of where Jacob was. Jacob had got to the point where he was so sick and tired of being sick and tired. Jacob knew he needed a blessing from the Lord. He needed the Lord to bless him with concerning his brother. He needed a whole change in his whole personality. He needed a change in his attitude. He needed a change of who he was. He knew no matter what he tried to do to cause his brother to um, accept him, to cause his brother to forgive him, it was not working. The gifts he was sending was not working. The message he was sent, yet in his mind, he still was full of fear And and anxiety so many times, just like Jacob in our lives, we find ourselves turning to everybody and everything except God first. We begin to send out this and we begin to do this and we begin to try to manipulate that. But it came to a point where Jacob had to have his own personal encounter first with himself. And then he wrestled with God concerning his life. So the Bible tells us that Jacob was alone. He was alone by himself and a man came along and he began to wrestle with that man. That lets us know until we get alone, we're not going to ever see God. We have to get by ourselves along in our personal, uh, our secret place with God. In order to be able to see God face to face. And when Jacob decided that he was going to go into his secret place, when he was going to go alone by himself and begin to sit with himself, God appeared. What I love about Jacob is Jacob had got to a place in his life where he was determined to find God. He was determined to wrestle with this man and he was not going to let go. The Bible said he wrestled until the sun came up. Not only did he wrestle until the sun came up, but the Bible says that he wrestled so much with the man until the The man struck Jacob hip and put it out of joint in other words Jacob hip in the midst of the battle in the midst of the struggle with God in the midst of trying to get what he wanted or or obtain from God his hip got knocked out of the socket but yet he was not going to stop many of us would have given up a long time ago most of the time when something occurs to happen in our life that causes us a little pain we begin to back back on God but we see here that Jacob was determined Jacob was determined I'm going to hold on to God no matter what I'm going to hold on to you to you bless me me. I don't care about the pain. We got to stop looking at the pain in our life and knowing that there's a purpose beyond the pain, knowing that God have great works in our life in store for us. We have to endure the fight through the pain. So Jacob held on and he wrestled no matter how much pain he was feeling in his hip. And I'm sure if you could imagine, someone's hip get knocked out of the socket there was a great deal of pain that Jacob was going through at that time but what Jacob was wanting from God was more valuable and more important to Jacob than the pain he was feeling we have to get to the point where that thing that we're trying to get from God that place we're trying to get to in God is way more important it's way more valuable than the pain we feel okay he walked out of your life and left you it's more important and more valuable that you hold on to God than think about the pain so what if they betrayed you it's more important that you hold on to god and 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 get the blessing that god has for you instead of letting go and focusing on the pain we have to stop focusing on the pain in our life because there's a purpose that god is trying to take us through for the pain the pain is necessary that we have to go through in order to build our character in order to transform us into who god want us to be transformed into jacob was enduring the pain and in the process of jacob enduring the pain The man began to call out to Jacob. He began to say, let me go. The sun is coming up. It's about to be daybreak. I don't need anybody else to see me. Daytime is coming. I need you to let me go. I have to go. But Jacob was determined. Jacob said, I will not let you go. I will not let you go until you bless me. We have to get to a point in our life well, we begin to tell God, God, no matter what, I'm not going to let go of the horns of the altar. I'm going to hold on until my change come. I'm going to hold on to you until you move some things in my life. I'm shut out I'm going to hold on to you until you save my children. I'm going to hold on to you till you turn this marriage around. I'm going to hold on to you, God, till you raise up the business. God, I'm going to hold on to you till you open up doors for me. God, I'm not going to let go of you until you bless me. I'm going to hold on to you until you deliver me from this addiction. I'm going to hold on to you, God till you deliver me from cursing. I'm going to hold on to you till you change me from the inside out. I'm going to hold on to you till you change my personality, God. I'm going to hold on to you till you create a mind of Christ within me, God. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Jacob was determined. He was so determined that the man said unto him, what is your name? He wanted to know his name. Have we ever been so determined that God asked, what's her name? Who is that? What is her name? Have you ever prayed so hard unto the Lord where God looked down from heaven and said, who is that? He, have your prayers ever left, left the earth and went up towards heaven so mighty that God had to look down or come down himself to, to find out who you, were who is that praying like that who is that holding on like that who is that what is your name and the man said your name shall no longer be called jacob but your name shall be called israel because you have wrestled with god and and with people, and you have won. We have to get to the point where we're able to wrestle with God for those things that we need from God. We got to pull it out of God. We got to go to the to the Lord. We got to get down on our face, and we got to begin to pray feverly and we got to pray faithfully to the Lord until he blesses us. And not only will we win with God, but we will win with men. We're so busy trying to please man and not worrying about God. We're wrestling with man when we need to be wrestling with God. God said, if you wrestle with me quote, and if you win the battle with me, you're going to automatically win the battle with man. Stop trying to wrestle with man and bypass me. The fight is with me. If you wrestle with me. I'm gonna be the one to bless you. And if I bless you, no man can curse you. If I open up doors, no man can close those doors. So stop wrestling with man. Stop looking at the flesh and begin to look in the spirit. Allow me to change who you are from the inside out. Stop worried about who forgiving you. Stop worried about who's accepting you. I'm gonna accept you and when I accept you, there's no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Jacob had to get to the point where he understood that if I wrestle with God, And God, if I win with God, I'm going to automatically win with my brother. If I win with God, then God is going to protect me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When we get to that point where we're wrestling with God to the point where we know that it's God who's going to change us, we're going to be all right. The Bible says, the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but your name will now be Israel because you wrestle with God and with people and you have won. And Jacob asked, please tell me your name. Jacob wanted to know who this person was. He said, who are you? What is your name? But the man said, why do you ask my name? And then he blessed Jacob there. So he didn't tell Jacob who he was, but Jacob got what he needed from the man. He got the blessing that he so desperately needed. He prayed and he got the blessing. And the Bible says that Jacob named the place Peniel saying, I have seen God face to face, but my life was saved. Jacob knew at that moment that the events at Ford of Jabbok represented a climaxing point in his life of spiritual growth. He knew and he had proved that he could be preserved and overcome without cheating. It was at Jabbok that Jacob learned that his own strength was futile and he humbly sought help from God. He began to seek God for a blessing from God to change him from the inside out. I'm sure it was right here that Jacob realized that every other encounter that he experienced before a social encounter, a spiritual encounter, a personal encounter. They were nothing compared to a divine encounter with God for it was here that Jacob's life was changed. That his name was changed that he had undergone a tremendous spiritual growth. He was a different man. And the one who had supplanted his brother and who had deceived his brother was no longer the same. Therefore, God gave him a new name. He gave him the name of Israel. He, Israel means he who strives with God. Can we strive with God? Can God give us a new name? Are we willing to hold on to God until He blesses us? We know that even though Jacob's name was changed. He still continued to go through different situations and circumstances in his life. Why? Because we have an old nature inside of us. And that old nature continues to try to come forth to cause us to operate outside of God's will. But as I said before, we have to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. We cannot allow the old nature to control our thinking or control our actions. We have to be led by the spirit of God. Now, in conclusion, we see that Jacob looked up in the 32nd, 33rd chapter. The Bible says that Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming with his 400 men. So what did Jacob do? Jacob still was a little nervous about the situation. So he divided his children among Leah and Rachel and the two slave girls. He began to put the two slave girls first, Leah and her children behind them and Rachel that he loved and Joseph the the most, he put them last. Jacob himself went forth and began to bow himself to the ground seven times before meeting his brother. And the Bible says that Esau ran to meet Jacob and they hugged and they kissed. So everything that Jacob had thought in his mind that his brother was coming to do to him was not so. So many times the enemy will trap us in the crevices of our mind. He will have us thinking defeated thoughts, thinking the worst of everything in every situation. We have to think on things above. We have to set our mind on things that all things that are lovely, all things that are pure, all things that are just, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, we have to think on the things of God. And we had not allowed the enemy to take our minds and bind them up with negative thoughts. But Jacob met his brother Esau. They began to greet each other and Jacob tried to give him all the gifts. And he told Jacob, no, he said, I already have enough. My brother, keep what you have but Jacob was determined. So Esau eventually accepted the gifts that Jacob had. And as we explored the 33rd chapter of Genesis, we saw that Jacob had a whole nother attitude concerning his brother. He referred to Esau as his master throughout the entire passage. And he referred to himself as... As a servant unto Esau. And we know that he came to Esau in a humble spirit. He came to him with a whole change of attitude, no trickery or deceit, but with a spirit of humbleness, willing to accept himself as being a servant and referring to his brother Esau as his master. So after he met his brother again and they had a friendly greeting, the Bible says that Esau and Jacob departed, that Jacob went his way. The Bible says in the 17th verse of Genesis, the 33rd chapter, that Jacob went to Succoth where he built a house for himself and a shelter for his animals. And then Jacob left Northwest of Mesopotamia and arrived safely to the city of Shechem in the land of Canaan. And he camped eastward of the city. He brought a part of a field where he had encamped from the son of Hamor, father of Shechem, for 100 pieces of silver and the 20th verse is where we want to be and that verse says and he built an altar there and named it after God to the God of Israel in other words he finally got to the point in his life after going through everything he had went through where he built the altar after God had honored what he told him he would do he will bring him back to the land of his kindred. He went through his own social experience. He went through a spiritual experience. He went through a personal experience. He had a divine encounter with God so much until now he's building an altar to the Lord there and he named it after God saying the God of Israel. In other words, his name used to be Jacob. His name was changed to Israel. He now acknowledges that this is the God of Israel. Israel. This is my God. You are my God, Lord. For everything that you have brought me through, I now know you are my God. Wow. Is there anybody out there listening to me right now that know he is your God? You know, he has brought you from a mighty long way. Just like Jacob, we have to get to a point where we allow the Lord to change our character, to change our personality, to change our names from who we are. And once he changed us, there are some things people just can't tell you about your God. You know that you know that you know. You can't tell me that he's not my Jehovah Rapha. I know him as a healer. Why? Because he healed me from breast cancer. You can't tell me that he's not my Jehovah Jireh. Why? Because when we moved here from Georgia and didn't have anything, God provided everything that we needed. You can't tell me that he's not my Yahweh Shalom. He is my peace. How do I know that? Because when I was in a mental institution, feeling like I was about, ha, shut up, about to lose my mind. It was the Lord who kept me in perfect peace. It is the Lord who kept my mind stayed on him. It's just some things you can't tell me. You can't tell me he is not my banner. You can't tell me he's not my Jehovah sick anew. You can't tell me that he is not my king of kings, that he is not my Lord of lords. There are just some things that you can't tell me. Why? Because I know him for myself. Jacob had to get to the point and the place where he learned God for himself. He found out that he was no longer just the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, but now he was the God of Jacob, the God of Israel. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this teaching. We thank you for allowing us to go through the pages of your word where you breathed on us the breath of life and allowed us to be able to experience the life of Jacob. We were able to get into the pages and see everything that Jacob went through and how you changed Jacob in the midst of his going through, how you changed his character, how he reaped what he sowed, how he became a new man, how you changed his name, oh God, how he learned how to call on your name, how he, how, how he learned how to depend on you, God, in the midst of his troubles, how you saved him from his brother Esau, God, God, help us to be like Jacob, help us to call on your name, help us to have a, not just a social encounter, not just a spiritual encounter, but our own personal encounter that we might get to a place where we can have a divine encounter with you. God, we need you like never before. God, we acknowledge that we are nothing without you. We ask that you would search our heart, search our soul, God, the sin that you find in us, those areas that's inside of us that we try to keep guarded, those secret sins, God, we ask that you would move them out of the way. Created us a clean heart, renew a steadfast spirit. Help us, O God, that we might walk in integrity and truth. Help us that we may lay aside all guile, God, all manners of deceit all manners of wickedness, God, help us with our attitude, change our personalities, oh God, into what you would have it to be, help us, God, to seek you in all our ways, to acknowledge you, that you will direct our path right into our destiny, Lord, we love you, and we praise you, we acknowledge you today, we thank you for this word, God, I thank you for everyone that listened to this podcast under the sound of my voice, do a special work in their lives today, God, every area, God, they were their burden down in, every area god where they don't have enough faith god increase their faith through your word oh father for you said faith come by hearing hearing of the word of god god draw them even more to this podcast that they might hear your word and be changed in their spirit man god i thank you for the doors that you're open god i thank you for those doors that should be closed for closing them god i thank you for the listeners in every country god those that may not have the liberties that we have those that may be in danger for just listening to this podcast god i ask that you would Touch them, protect them, put a hedge around them, bless them, keep them, strengthen them, oh God, encourage them in their walk, oh God, that they might continue to spread forth your word, that they may grow in you, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you we praise you. We bless you today for who you are. God, we acknowledge that we are nothing without you, but we can do all things to you that strengthen us. God, we give ourselves to you. We humbly submit to your will today. Have your way in our life. Change us, oh Father, like only you can. Just like you changed Jacob, you can change us, God. God, we give you permission, God. We humble ourselves to you that you would change our names, oh God. God, we love you and we bless you and we praise you today. It is in your son, Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Hallelujah. We want to thank each and every one who continues to listen to this podcast far and near. We thank those in all the countries that are listening, all the states that are listening, all the providences. We just thank you today. We love you. We want you to go to our Facebook page and be a part of our Facebook family. We want you to go to Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. Because there are times when we do give away prizes, we give away gifts to all of our Facebook listeners, those who listen, like, comment, and share, and we don't want you to miss out on being a part of this. We also want you to go to our group page on Facebook, which is Let's Wrap Relationships on Facebook. Find our group page, join us. There are times where we post inspirational quotes, we post um, messages and sayings from the Lord. We post memes. We want you to be a part of everything that God has given us to give you. We also want you to, if you feel led in your spirit by the Holy Spirit, to be a blessing to this ministry, be a patron for as little as $5 or more on the podcast. You can cancel it anytime. It's very easy to join up, to sign up or cancel, but please consider being a part or partner with this ministry. It will be greatly appreciated. I want you to know that we greatly appreciate all the support that you give us by liking, listening, coming, and sharing our Less Wrap Podcast Ministry. And as always, always know that I love you, Elder Michael Walker loves you, but God will always love you more. Until the next time, have a blessed day.